Good Morning Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. on News Radio 923. This is Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay who is on a well-earned vacation this week. Candy, how are you this morning? I'm fine. Yeah. I don't deserve one. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, hey, like you're here. Oh, I know. And I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Now, Jeremy, you've sat on the wrap with us. Yes. And and you're the treasurer. I am of, the treasurer of the Republican Party for about another week, and then we have new elections, and we'll see what happens. For the, the state of Florida? Yeah, for the state of that's Florida. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I thought we'd start with telling everybody who you are, yeah, if that's okay. that's who and, I am, and mm-hmm. in my day, I have a whole other day job in healthcare that I do. Oh, but, you do? Uh, yeah. I have a whole other world of life that I live that is outside <laughs> oh of goodness. my political life. And so oh, goodness. Okay. There's so many times I'm doing this, and people I work with, like, I thought I heard you on the radio this morning. <laughs> It's yeah, I have weird. this like, whole other life that I live. <laughs> I'm um, so glad. Thank you for being yeah. here. The one thing I always want to think when I do this show is how amazing would it be if there was one Starbucks or coffee guy that opened like at 445 at Okay, right. Like we don't need you to be open at 4. But if you could be open at 445, there are some people in this building that would greatly appreciate and support your business. And the gas stations never even have the hot dogs ready. <laughs> I'm serious. You know what I mean? It's like anybody can get anything after five. These are the people's hot dogs. Yes. Yes. So that is that is a. And if you'd like coffee, as soon as we go to break, let me know because I know where it is. Yeah, I, <laughs> so. I, I got some delicious uh Gas station. Oh, great. And yes. Start. Thank God for the Circle K's. That's and the, right. Yes. And the soon to be <laughs> coming Wawa's. I know. I think I've only been into a Wawa and I wasn't that impressed, but I think I was thinking Bucky's and I wasn't thinking sure. something on sure. every corner. They're completely different, but, but yeah. There are people who are excited about Wawa. Oh yeah, they're, they're the same, like the Bucky people. There's yeah. Wawa people. I'm a Wawa person. I, I had never seen a Bucky's though until, man, that place is the bomb. It is. It <laughs> is. That place have 24 hour delis. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, all I've heard when people talk about Wawa is a deli. You have to try the deli. You have to try the deli. So. You know, I don't remember and I'm sure, but yeah. Those were road trips many years ago when I was looking for, you know. (laughs) When you were living a different life. Yes, yeah, I know. I was younger then and full of hope. Yeah. I wasn't. (laughs) But yeah, that's right. We have the Wawa's coming. Yeah. That's great. It is great. Well, today is Tuesday, February 7th. Uh, The State of the Union's tonight. One of the things we will talk about is how the president will be setting the agenda for uh, the next two years of his term. Uh, Kind of that midterm, first midterm State of the Union's have been very famous over time. Bill Clinton in 1994 gave his famous The Era of Big Government is Over speech, and this will be President Biden's attempt to kind of reset the agenda for the next two years. Kind of the beginning of the 2024 presidential election will be tonight with President Biden giving his State of the Union. What lines does he take? What kind of uh, emotion does he have heading forward? What subjects does he talk about? We'll be talking about some of that this morning, and not only what he's going to say, but what it might mean, what he does say and what he doesn't say as he heads into heads into a 2024 election and comes out of a 2022 midterm election where 
I think he probably feels that either Democrats overperformed or Republicans underperformed, uh, but his party did better and has more seats. They didn't lose the Senate. They kept the House. Uh, I don't think you'll hear a lot of substantive uh, policy changes because with a divided House and Senate, it's not very likely he will uh, get to have the opportunity to pass many things, but I think you will hear lots of platitudes. You will hear lots of ideas that he has that are maybe loftier issues, loftier ideas as he begins to present what the Biden agenda, uh, not necessarily for 2022, but for the 2024 presidential election is. Uh, so it's always interesting to see who's in the box, what's the what's the, the uh, kind of thematic elements of it. We'll talk a little bit about that this morning. We're going to be joined by Representative uh, Alex Andrade to talk Disney World. <laughs> We'll be joined by Frank White, who just announced he's running for state senate. He'll be in studio with us, so we'll have an exciting Tuesday. Uh, this is Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one nerve care company. Nervive tablets contain alpha lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort, plus B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. And try Nervive Pain Relieving Cream to block nerve pain signals at the source. Use as directed. Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember, Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance. We personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s. Hey, girl, <laughs> I'm the cute one. Here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob. The only thing I love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Just happy to be here. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. All of your local news and talk from dependable host Andrew McKay on your morning drive with Pensacola Morning News 5 to 9 on News Radio 923. Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3, heading over to David Wayne in the newsroom. David, how are you this morning? Hey, good morning. I'm well, and how are you? I am well, thank you. Well, President Biden. Hold on, I just want to announce how polite the show is for the first time ever, but go, go ahead, David. <laughs> not you. Yeah, we're not normally this polite. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're on our best behavior today. Uh, President Biden planning to tout his administration's legislative achievements when he delivers his State of the Union address tonight, in addition to uh, making his case he's gotten a lot done during his first two years in the White House. Political analysts are also expecting him to begin his pitch for a second term in the office. Uh, two U.S. search and rescue units now on their way to Turkey. They're going to be assisting in the aftermath of those two earthquakes that struck yesterday near the Syrian border. Each unit, including dozens of peop uh, personnel and search dogs, and according to the U.S. Ambassador's Office, uh, Americans that want to help should direct their donations to the Red Cross. And, uh, you know, there's a new bill in Tennessee that's been filed recently that would determine what happens to a family pet in the instance of a divorce. Uh, this bill is apparently sponsored by uh, Representative Caleb Hammer and Senator Jeff Yarbo, uh, and uh, the measure would allow the court to get involved in uh, who gets custody of the pet, basically. I thought that was already a thing. I, You know, apparently, 
Not in Tennessee, but it might be soon. Well, I do think that there is, I mean, I didn't. Of course, it's not in Tennessee. Roll Tide. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think you have a whole generation of young Americans who are going kidless and dogs are like the new family. And so it's not surprising at all that this is the new level of, I mean, I'm sure that there are as ugly and gross as child custody hearings can get sometimes. Oh, I've, yeah, I've seen I am yeah. sure that there's some pet custody hearings. Oh, I promise you that's a fact. And I bet there's some that somehow get nastier than children because people are serious about their dogs mm-hmm. sometimes. Oh, yeah. They love them, and they spend tons of money on them. Uh, as it, we all should. <laughs> that's right. I know a lot of people who treat their dogs like children, perhaps Absolutely. better than children. Uh, my dog acts like a child, but I have a giant... 100 pound great pyrenees and so he is a lot to deal with why did you bring it in we could have wrote it i i he i bet I, he thinks he's a lap dog too doesn't he, he? does think he's a yep. lap dog Aww. and he's a big hairy shedding lap dog but we see these there they were built to live on the mountainside and to protect the sheep from the flock and so every once in a while someone will send me an article of uh, great pyrenees that like fought off 12 coyotes and <laughs> Killed twelve, like killed ten of twelve coyotes sure. out on the ranch, and I have this animal living at home with my eight-year-old daughter, and sometimes I question my life choices. But uh... <laughs> you're fine. It's sorry, right. and when I laugh, I cough, and I'm so sorry. Everybody thinks I'm dying, and they text in. You're gonna, you're gonna live. So are you a cat person or a dog person, Candy? Well, right now, and thank you, David. Um, right now, I'm a, a cat person. My husband's ex adopted like four cats and left. And then you know what happens when you feed outside cats. Oh, yeah. We have 13 cats. But they're all fixed. But it's okay. taken a while to take them to the vet. And uh, But, yes. And I, and I love, I had dogs, too. And my dogs were the greatest. Yeah. They, all animals are just, we're blessed to have them. We yeah. don't deserve animals. They're so great. My daughter <laughs> so. wants a cat. I'm allergic to cats. She can't have one. So she lets me know all the time that I'm a horrible father because she can't have a cat because well i have several kittens yeah cats i guess they're they're adult they're litter trained and um, yeah. i will come over and brush them for you <laughs> if you need some i think a new one just came up to the house yesterday that is i would love to please your daughter like that and yeah, give her I a cat sure. i would love to best i would give you this a year's your supply new food. fun okay. aunt candy here <laughs> oh i'm definitely cats. aunt candy yeah you ask anybody in the building yeah who wants cats or treats <laughs> Uh, the, the biggest news of the day will be the State of the Union. Today is kind of the preparation for what will be in the State of the Union. Uh, tomorrow is will be what happened at the State of the Union. Uh, they have announced the some of the guests. Uh, Tyree Nichols' parents will be in the box there in the House of Representatives. Uh, Bono, uh, Ukraine Ambassador, and Paul Pelosi will all, will all be in the box. Uh, I actually went to Bill Clinton's last State of the Union address. Oh, that's cool. It is. Uh, the one thing they don't tell you is it gets extraordinarily hot inside because they have all of the lights on and the whole oh, room is sure. packed. And yeah, I was there at Bill Clinton's last State of the Union address inside the House chambers. It is a... Uh, you look, uh, just to give the audience an idea, because you look like you're in high school still. Uh, yeah. So that's weird that you were... <laughs> yep. I graduated high... I am 44, graduated high school in 96, and so... Oh, okay. That's... Yeah. <laughs> worked in like, DC. Did your mother bring you to this thing? No, I worked Who's in DC shortly German? after, and the the person, I'm, the congressman I worked for, the person that was supposed to go got sick, and they were looking for somebody who was still working at the last second that would oh, want to go. And I was like, okay, Hello? it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Cool. Yeah, but it is. Uh, so you know, it'll be interesting to see where where uh, President Biden goes. I think obviously the foreign. Our foreign affairs will be first and foremost. First and foremost, 
Uh, you have the issue with Ukraine, which, you know, is a very serious issue. It is not very meme-worthy. And then you have the very meme-worthy Chinese balloon story, which has happened over the weekend. Uh, there is lots of interest in what's going on in foreign affairs. And obviously, when you look at uh, some of the other folks that are going to be in Jill Biden's box, Tyree Nichols' parents, uh, Paul Pelosi, uh, I think that you're going to have a statement about civility and where we are as a society. Uh, Bono, who knows what Bono would be in a box for? Uh, he loves to uh, help the world in all ways. and, and He's so on he, South Park a lot. He is on South Park a lot. Um so it'd be interesting to see what happens with um, President Biden's State of the Union address uh, to see where are the heavy messages. The biggest thing that he has, I think, it, the, the early messages I saw is that he's very proud of the climate change package that they passed in the uh, in Congress this year and he signed into law uh, to see exactly how they are going to move forward. What are the tones that he's setting forth? Uh, does he, you know, there's been lots of rumors about uh, dissension between he and the vice president, Kamala Harris. Uh, Kamala, I always pronounce her name wrong. Kamala. Kamala, Harris. I guess, yes. Uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, that there's been some dissension between the two of them. How united of a front do they have at the State of the Union this evening? What does that look like? Uh, what are the attack lines? Like, what are the lines against Republicans that he takes that we will see as the through lines as we head through a 2024 election? And I don't know, even know they've announced who's giving the Republican response. I think that's always interesting to see who is the person who's responding from the other side, who is going to be our spokesperson as we lead into the uh, 2024 election. Uh, I thought uh, maybe a year ago uh, our governor, Ron DeSantis, may have been an opportunity to give the response. Uh, I don't believe that he is doing so. Um, but it will be interesting to see both what the statements are, what the responses are from the Republican, from the whoever the Republican is that gives – because these are the opening shots of the 2024 presidential election. It is less about what happens tonight. It is less about what happens over the next year. It's less about what legislation that is uh, proposed, because legislation realistically is not going to pass for the next several years. But it is the themes. It is what it is that we believe in versus what it is you believe in and where the conversations are going to come together. Someone texted in Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Is, okay. And I, I remember. The governor of Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Former she is. I, uh, President Trump press secretary. Absolutely. I'm trying to remember who was in here yesterday who said that. But Ray Walker. Ray Walker. Yeah. Yes. Who you probably know. Yes. I do know. <laughs> Ray's a great yeah. guy. You know, everybody um, knows everybody right here. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So to yeah. see that response from um, Governor Sanders to see what are the through lines? What are what are the attack points that the uh, Republicans make against the president? Because this really is, if you are a political nerd, you may hate everything that President Biden stands for, or you may hate everything the Republicans stand for, but it really is the opening statements of the 2024 presidential election. And it's interesting to watch just for the political theater of what is happening in the conversation between the, the two sides as we move forward through the 2024 election. It's one thing that I will be watching tonight uh, is to see both of those sides, to see how they respond. I'm sure it'll be something that will be a point of conversation uh, tomorrow when um, we're we're discussing the news, discussing what happens when Candy's in here with Danny Zimmern tomorrow to That's discuss right. uh, the, the news of the world on Wednesday uh, to discuss that. The other news that I, as I, this morning, I got up early and I kind of flipped through the news to see what to talk about. 
there is a story of something I have not heard about in 20 years that has become relevant again. The newest member of the Cuban legislature, Elian Gonzalez. No. Yep. You're kidding me. Oh, yep. my gosh. Yep. Elian, Elian Gonzalez. Gonzalez. I haven't the, heard that name in 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. The young boy who was taken at gunpoint from his parents in Miami. That's right. Everybody saw those pictures Everybody going around. saw the Somebody pictures. wrote a song, Little Elian. I mean, yeah. it was awful. Yeah. song but that was oh my gosh yeah he is uh, he has been in cuba for a long time and he has been elected to the cuban legislature uh he is seen as a leader of the youth cuban communist movement they see him as a potential face of sure new cuba and so i just think it's interesting as being somebody who was young and when you see the pictures of him he looks just like the young boy who i'm gonna was, look it up right yeah. now oh my he gosh looks just i'm just like sitting the here young boy what? who was uh take it at gunpoint and it was something that being a, a an american and i think it was the i'm trying to see when the time was it happened i thought it was uh early 2000s late 1990s i was gonna say dick danger was on the air at tk because i remember him singing that little Thanksgiving, alien song so yeah Thanksgiving day 1999 uh he was taken at at gunpoint and taken back across the florida straits to, to cuba's where he ended up at and I think it's just a fascinating uh, kind of full circle story that it was national news. And if you were Floridian, it was huge news in 99 when Elian Gonzalez was, was taken out of his home. So it's and every, he looks exactly the same. He does. Just he as looks an adult, exactly the same as an wow. adult. Um, he, uh, but good for him. You know, it sounds like he has, has, Maybe chosen a different path than many of us would have here, but good for him for turning into a leader and putting uh, controversy and craziness behind him. He's now 20, 29 years old, and they say he's representing the most worthy of the Cuban youth, which doesn't sound like propaganda at all. My goodness. That is really <laughs> great, though. That's super great. It's just oh. an interesting little story that's a throwback to something in our lives that we remember from now 24 years ago when you realize that you are getting older and older that's and right older. back when there was a theater at cordova mall and oh, you know, yeah. right out front and all that my goodness wowie yeah uh so you know it's amazing how every once in a while you know i don't spend i don't take the time to really read the news on a regular basis mm -hmm. and then the opportunities i come to do this show i have to not have to but <laughs> no, i choose I get it, to right. read the news to, to have things to talk about. And I feel like I see things like this and I'm like, I should read the news more. Absolutely, there are lots yeah. of amazing things that are happening every day. You probably have to feed your daughter and stuff so you don't want to work here. But man, you would be great. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you would be great. I could feed my yeah. daughter on information and promise. <laughs> there you go. That's right. And the muffins that I bring in. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. That I did not make. Yeah. Sure. You did not. I see them. They're beautiful. Yeah, you're right. You, you yeah, probably I if I, if I made them, we'd all have. And milled the flour and picked the blueberries. <laughs> I, I, did. And... I picked him out of the field in the, the yard here at Davis Highway. And <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know <laughs> that you should eat those berries. No. <laughs> yeah, no lie. No lie. Uh, it is 5.30 in the morning. This is Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3. Andrew McKay is on a well-earned vacation this week. I hope that he's enjoying us. And usually when I host for him, I get some notes at the end of the day. And I'm like, you're on vacation. You should not be listening to your Yeah, mind your business, show. Andrew. Yeah, Everyone's so talking to you right hopefully now. you're asleep right now, Andrew. You should be. Uh, it is 530. Uh, what's coming up in your news over there, David? 
Well, the uh, state attorney says there won't be any charges in the law enforcement shooting uh, of Colin West. We'll have more on that story right after this update from Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. It's now more than 3,400 deaths reported in Turkey, 1,600 in Syria, as more bodies are found in the rubble of yesterday's earthquake. Search and rescue teams from around the world are joining the effort to find survivors. It's very difficult task for us. That's Ismail al-Abdullah, a volunteer with the Syrian opposition emergency group, the White Helmets. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan says this is the worst disaster to hit his country for 84 years. Fox's Jonathan Savage. President Biden says spying on the United States is something that's anticipated from the Chinese government and that a spy balloon doesn't change relations. We made it clear to China what we're going to do. They understand our position. We're not going to back off. We did the right thing. And there's not a bad question of weakening or strengthening. It's just reality. The Chinese government claims this was a blown off course weather balloon eventually shot down off South Carolina and says shooting it down was an overreaction. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 531 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne right now. Partly cloudy. It's 55 in Pensacola this morning. The Florida Department of Children and Families now investigating after complaints were made against a deacon at the Little Flower Catholic Church in Pensacola. The Diocese of Pensacola, Tallahassee, says the complaints were made by three Catholic school students. The deacon won't be serving the ministry until the investigation is completed. Uh, The diocese says that the alleged incident didn't happen, though, at the school, but at mass. No charges so far have been filed against the deacon. State attorney's office says uh, no charges are going to be filed in the aftermath of a deadly shooting involving Escambia County deputies last October. Back on October 4th, 36-year-old Colin West was killed after deputies responded to a home on Payne Road on a domestic violence call. At that time, Scambia County Sheriff Chip Simmons said deputies tried negotiating with the man for an hour. Opened the door and he decides to come out with a handgun in his hand and not only that, he starts to shoot at the deputies that had gathered. Uh, FTLE investigation says that there was no evidence found that West fired his handgun. However, the state attorney's office concluded that the deadly force used by deputies was justified. Marco Rubio accusing the Biden administration of being dishonest about the Chinese spy balloon. Senator Rubio was on Fox News yesterday. He says the notion that uh, this had been happening all along isn't true. He believes President Biden is trying to deflect blame because he was caught off guard and didn't respond appropriately. Rubio also says that China was trying to send a message that the U.S. is a hollow superpower that won't do anything to defend its airspace. An Escambia County firefighter was hurt battling a fire at Jasmine Creek Apartments in the Ferry Pass area yesterday. So far, there's no information on the firefighter's current condition or the severity of his injuries. Uh, No other injuries were reported. Fire crews were called to the apartment complex in the 1800 block of East Nine Mile about 445 yesterday. 
The cause of the fire is still under investigation. Looks like former quarterback Tom Brady is going to be beginning his new job in the fall of 2024. Brady announced his retirement from the NFL on February 1st and says his next move is as a broadcaster at Fox Sports. Fox did not disclose terms of Brady's deal, but the New York Post reports it's a 10-year contract worth $375 million, the most lucrative in sports broadcasting history. Brady played for the New England Patriots for nearly 20 years and the past two years with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm Brian Shook. And let's get a look at our Channel 3 weather forecast. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. We do have a small chance of rain for today, 20% chance of showers after 3 p.m., otherwise partly sunny skies with a high near 71. As you go into the overnight period, we will still have a tiny chance of rain with mostly cloudy skies, low near 63. For Wednesday, 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy otherwise with a high near 74, and Wednesday night, 30% chance of rain with a low near 65. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News first morning weather team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you very much, Brooke. Right now, 55, partly cloudy in Pensacola. Your next news at 6. We've got breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne. This is News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons at 4. This is House Democrat leader Ventress Driscoll. Quote, this is a political move from a man who wants to run for president and distract from the abortion discussion. End quote. Wait, what? Teacher pay? One of the areas that, that Florida can improve on. I'm like, it's a political move. Why is it political? And then when I saw that they said it's political because he's distracting from the abortion discussion. What abortion discussion? On News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. Remember when washing machines were made in America, were solidly built, and actually got your clothes clean? They aren't a thing of the past. They are Speed Queen, and they are available at Topps Appliance. Speed Queen washer and dryers combine durability and technology into the best washers and dryers in the world. Speed Queen will change the way you think about washing machines. They're built to last longer and deliver exceptional wash results. Unlike many other washers and dryers with plastic parts, Speed Queen uses commercial grade steel and porcelain components designed to give you at least 25 years of reliable, trouble-free operation. That's why they come with lifetime warranties, the best warranties in the business. See store for warranty details. Speed Queen washers and dryers are built to work and built to last. If you want durability, innovation, and perfectly done laundry the first time, then you want Speed Queen. See these great Speed Queen washers and dryers for yourself at Topps Appliance on Highway 90 in Milton, just east of Stewart Street. Announcing the newest orthodontic practice in town, Smart Smiles Orthodontics, located at 3201 East Olive Road in Pensacola. Board-certified orthodontist Dr. Witcher brings affordable braces, Invisalign, and free consultations to Pensacola, offering advanced treatment as well, making orthodontic treatment easy with the newest innovative practice and starting treatment at Smart Smiles Orthodontics, a no-brainer. Call today for an appointment, 850-988-9001, or check out Facebook, Smart Smiles Orthodontics. Investing in times like these can be scary if you don't have the right person at the helm of your finances. Armada Advisors will put you on the right path for success. Join Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors to find a better way you can successfully invest your money and enjoy your retirement. Tune in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. Recently, the mayor had a press conference, and, and I don't know if Andrew's covered this before, but they are going to go to a new parking system downtown where they're going to have a new app that will text you. And I'm somebody, I'm I'm the best person for you. Once, you want me to pay to park somewhere that's convenient? I am, I am your guy. Yeah, right. I will give you the money. Just let me park and have it be convenient. But... This seems like it's the fourth or fifth different way that we have gone about trying to park somewhere. There was a thing where you put the money in and it gave you the receipt and you put the receipt on your thing that had the. And then there's the you walk all the way over to the thing, but you needed your driver's license plate and you had to walk all the way back to type in your license plate. And so hopefully this is the right answer. And I think sometimes some places downtown, there's different ways that they do it within the same, just have a consistent thing. I don't care what it is. It makes it easier if I don't need a lot of things, but have a consistent thing. Uh, I think it's a great idea. I don't mind paying for parking. Uh, I don't mind any of those things, but just do something that is more consistent uh, and consistent across the board. I know that there's different areas. There's the area of parking in downtown. You might be in the DIB. You might be somewhere else downtown. But uh, this is something that uh, I think is great if they have something that's consistent. But they just need to have one thing, have it for a little while, make sure it works, and then don't change it again. It is something that I find to be very frustrating, and I'm also becoming... Uh, a little bit on the older side of the world where technology does not just come naturally to me. And I, I, every day I come closer to being Clint Eastwood with a shotgun saying, get off my yard. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> just wait. It gets worse. It never gets better. Yeah. And I get the technology and, and there was something that I was doing in my work life the other day. And it was literally one of my 20 year old employees like grabbed the device from me and was like, you just got to do this and this. And uh, so I'm excited that they're going to change it. I just think it's something that needs to be more consistent, uh, be easy, have an easy interface. I think the idea of texting sounds great. Uh, it just needs to be something that is consistent because right now I think that's something that has been missing. And I don't know. It's parking. It shouldn't be that hard. I know. It shouldn't be that hard to give it, you money. It should money. be easier to park at a cruise ship than it should be downtown. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And then there's times that, you know, you don't even know if the person that's waving the flag that just wants to take cash from you, if they're legally there, or they're just squatting and you're giving them money. Right, to... yes, which I've done. Oh, of course yeah. you've done. <laughs> yeah, we've all done it because it's like, it's $10 to park here and I don't want to keep driving away. You go to the art festival and find somewhere to park. <laughs> There's nowhere to park. You have to run for mayor next. Oh, man, I don't know. The, the city politics are... The more local the politics get, the more it just seems at times to be gross and, and not fun. But I think our new mayor is going to do a great job. 
Uh, I think the DC Reeves is is I, all this is in jest. I I like I the love ID. DC. He's the I, greatest. I like yes. the idea. I just hope that whatever it is that they do, they stick with it because no matter what you roll out, people are going to complain at first because it changes, and then they'll get used to it, and then it will be fine. But they just need to stick with something. Uh, I know that right now they have. In certain areas, you've got to say you're in spot area C49, and you have to put in your license plate. And then other places, you just put in your license plate. So I just want to have something consistent. I want to be able to go downtown, go have a meal with my wife, be able to find parking, have it be easy to pay, and be able to get to and from where I want to go relatively easily. Uh, you know, sometimes you go downtown Saturday, Palafox Market, you find parking like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes forever. And <laughs> she hates it when I pay to park, but I just want to park somewhere relatively close and not walk miles to where I'm trying to go to. My husband and your wife must be related. Yeah. Actually, that's probably true. It's Pensacola. <laughs> <laughs> I am not from Pensacola. I was oh. born and raised in Oklahoma. My wife is from Pensacola, so Good there lady. could be some truth to that. <laughs> Great. Um, but I think it's interesting that you see... This is a problem that happens when you create an awesome downtown. And I am happy that this problem exists because when I moved here 25 years ago, there was, I think New York's Knicks may have been downtown. There was the Starbucks pool hall. There was, uh, I think, Seville Quarter. There was mm-hmm. the Trader John's. I always, TJ's, get that's right. I always get it confused with the other place that sells nuts and uh, holistic food. Which right, Trader right. Joe's. Yeah. Um, TJ's. And that was it. And then a lot of other things that you didn't want to be around downtown. And now we have this thriving downtown. One of the issues that comes up when you have a thriving downtown is you need parking, uh, which it's great that we have it. I just want them to find a system and stick with it. That way I don't get frustrated when I'm looking at my phone and all I want to do is give them $2.50. I just want it to be easy. Same. Yeah. Just make it easy. People will like it. People will figure it out. People will use it. But... I do love that about every six months we have some conversation in the Pensacola News Journal that happens about parking. And for a while they had the thing where you had to park in backwards and it was going the opposite direction. And they've had lots of ideas they think will work but have not quite worked yet. Um, But I do think that that they just need consistency. Hopefully they go with this thing and it works and we stick with it. And even if it doesn't work, we stick with it because people will learn it. People will use it. Uh, and I, I would be really curious to see what the what is the besides that it's not sometimes the most intuitive to use. Why are we going away from it? Uh, because I think that it is a once people use it, it becomes very easy to use. You just got to get used to whatever whatever it is. But I love going downtown, so I will keep doing it. And I'll just keep complaining about it and keep giving it my money and downloading the new apps and all of those things because we have an amazing downtown and I love it. So I just like to complain about things. You're yeah. fine. <laughs> so we must be related. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe your wife's a boy. I don't know. Oh, man. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, my wife's mother is a genealogist, and we found out way back when that we are from the same small town in uh, Pennsylvania. But. So but are you? You're not related. We are related, but it's like going uh-uh. back to 1700s. So <laughs> it is. That's it awesome. Is. Yeah. So anybody I think who ends up in Bedford County, Pennsylvania, in the 1700s, absolutely. Hey, that's really come on cool. over. I got a guest bedroom for uh, you. Yeah. That's great. So, you're in good style. Uh, it is 5:45 in the morning on News Radio 92.3. I am Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay. 
You love your car or truck, right? We love it too. This is Mike Ryan and Mike Ryan's Truck and Auto Accessories. For a cooler summer and protections from harmful UV rays, we'll tint the windows. For safety and security, we have alarms, backup cameras, and dash cams. And for the most beautiful vehicle on the block, our full detailing service will make it look brand new. We have so many custom accessories, it's impossible to list them all here. So come see us at Mike Ryan's Truck and Auto Accessories on Industrial Boulevard at W Street, just north of Marcus Point Baptist Church. So you know by now that Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leaven Rinky Realty sell a lot of homes. They sell them quickly. They often sell them above list price. I mean, it's not unheard of to sell them same day or within a day or two of the going on the market. And now if you list with them, you get a $500 credit at closing. But the other day I was talking to Christina, I was at the Waverly uh, kind of grand unveiling, and I was asking her how the interest rate hikes are affecting the real estate market here locally. And she said, well, so far it hasn't really had much of an impact, but it can't not. I mean, it has to. So far, prices haven't decreased, demand hasn't decreased. There's a little teeny bit of a slowing in that maybe homes that used to close and used to you know get under contract in a day or two would actually take a week, but um, really not much else. But it has to have an effect. And so she was saying now for a lot of people might be the right time to sell because you want to get in before there happens to be any kinds of changes coming. Because look, people's ability to afford a mortgage is definitely going to be affected. But don't ask me. Don't take my word for it. Get her analysis. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenrinky Realty. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me, me! Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade, 11 to 1. After Pap Talk with Jenna Barr on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. David, how are things over in the newsroom? Well, Jeremy, a bunch of job cuts coming for Boeing employees. The aviation company confirming that uh, they're planning to cut about 2,000 jobs this year. Last month, Boeing announced they were hiring 10,000 workers. Uh, And a senior U.S. general saying previous incidents involving Chinese spy balloons were not detected by the U.S. military until after they happened. This is uh, from Air Force General Glenn uh, Glenn Van Herk, he says there were several incidents that involved uh, similar Chinese balloons uh, years ago during the Trump administration and early, early on in the, on the Biden administration as well. And he says that uh, the one that flew over last week was 200 feet tall. Its payload weighed a couple of thousand pounds. Uh, and tonight is the night for LeBron James. He has the chance to make NBA history. He needs to score 36 points, and he'll break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record. We had a big discussion yesterday about how he'll never be the GOAT and be better than Michael Jordan, though. That's, who that is? Uh, yeah, I do know who that is. I, I, um, 
I think that in general, sports were different then. People were very focused on what was going on. Uh, there was not quite the free agency where people moved around as much as it was, and Michael Jordan was able to create teams around him that were hard to beat to get six uh, championships. Uh, if somehow LeBron could get L.A. to a championship, that would be three different teams he led to a championship instead of one team because he got one with the Heat and one with the Cavs and one with the Lakers, although it doesn't look like the Lakers are ever going to get a championship. Uh, I will say that for a guy who came into the league with all the hype around him, LeBron James had the hype since he was 13 or 14 years old. He has handled himself pretty well on and off the court. So hats off to him because most of the time that somebody tries to be the next best greatest thing, something doesn't work out well. It just it just doesn't. So thank you very much, David. We will talk to you later this morning with bunches and bunches of wonderful news happening <laughs> in and around our community. Uh, that should today. be on the stickers. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> bunches and bunches of wonderful news. Yeah, that's right. There is, and I'm and I. Yeah, I, I listen to this – when I have my commute to work, I listen to this show every day. Unfortunately, my commute to work is about 17 minutes. And so I get 17 minutes uh, of this show, of which uh, usually a couple of that is Andrew spending time talking about how great Frontier Motors is where I've purchased all of my cars. Of course, and same. And yeah. uh, <laughs> so great, I they? miss out on the news. So I don't know if you guys have covered it. Candy, have you guys covered all the stuff happening with higher education and the, the governor ad nauseum? Is no. it something you guys have talked about a ton? I think that what's going on right now in higher education with the governor is really, really interesting because uh, I think that there is a very – there's been lots of talk about New College, which is a university down in Sarasota area, which is uh, almost this great experiment the state of Florida had several years ago to create a liberal arts college that was public. Um, I don't know how successful it ever has been. Uh, right now, I think they have about 700 students to 90 faculty, which is a tremendous faculty to student ratio. Um, but... It has always been financially not super successful. Most Republicans would argue that most universities tend left. The more liberal arts you get, oftentimes you tend left. There are a few uh, higher ed liberal arts universities that are purposely conservative. Places like Hillsdale College. Uh, there's a college, Wheaton College in Illinois. There's a couple of places that are specifically aiming to be more conservative in their purpose. The governor is attempting to take New College and turn it into the Hillsdale of the South, a conservative, southern, public, liberal arts university. The parts of this that I think – I think in, in principle or ideas, this all sounds amazing. However, the things that I think will be interesting is there's not very many students currently at New College. So what happens if you signed up to go to a very liberal, liberal arts school – and it completely changes his outlook. What happens to all of the students that are currently attending the university whose parents said, this is the environment that we wanted to go to? Because for lots of people, choosing a college or a university, I am my daughter is only eight. We had a child late in life, but many of my friends are going through the process of where is our child going to go to school? And for some people, it's I was a gator. My dad was a gator. His dad was a gator. You're yeah. going to be a gator. Every once in a while, you have you exactly. Every once in a while, you have the family. I was like, I'm a Gator. My dad was a Gator. Everybody's been a Gator. I'm going to be a rebel. I'm going to Ole Miss 
or I'm going to Georgia, or I'm going to wherever. Choosing a college or university is a, is a big deal for somebody. And if you chose new college, good for you. I mean, that's what the environment you wanted. If that environment changes 180 degrees, how many of those students choose to leave? How many of those students choose to stay? I think will be really, really interesting what their retention rate is. And then how many people in the state of Florida are looking for a public conservative liberal arts education for their students to go. And we're going to have this great marketplace of the idea that the governor is creating an environment to where students have the opportunity to choose that I would like to go to a Hillsdale or a Wheaton or some of these other universities. However, Liberty, however, I can't afford to go to them. I could afford to go to a public school at New College, but how many is there? What is the marketplace for that idea? And now that the idea is going to be presented out in the marketplace, it's going to be fascinating to see how many students stay who are currently there. And then secondly, how many new students can they change from, well, I was going to go to Florida. I was going to make the poor decision and go to Florida State, but I am going to change that and I'm going to go to this new college because it gives me an opportunity to go to a conservative school that matches my political ideology where I can learn good books, great books, kind of that that idea of um, conservative education and not pay private school prices for it to see what the market for it is. Uh, because I think it's a new college is a good place to have that conversation because new college was struggling. And for the past several years, I think there have been conversations about whether or not new college was going to continue to exist or if it was going to be liquidated. Um, it had been one that was uh, – it is such an outlier on the state university system that it never really did well in the metric game. It never really did well in attracting a huge number of students there. It didn't really have uh, the facilities to gain more students, and so it really struggled to grow. And so it may have been the on the chopping block as it was, so now we're going to make this change. And the changes in line with all of the political ideologies of the people who make decisions on budgets and appropriations and all of those things. And the governor said he's going to dedicate $10 million to uh, making sure that recruitment is a top priority of the university to give them every opportunity in the world to gain students. So it's going to be really, really fascinating to see if this is successful. It is a political talking point, but for sure for the governor heading into the 2024 election. The success of the university is going to come significantly after the 2024 election. I don't think this is ever going to turn into uh, the drama of Trump University, but it is the governor making an absolute statement in higher education and what he sees a higher education world looking like. Uh, and I think a lot of the other... Uh, universities throughout the state are looking to new college and looking at what's happening there to see how does this affect us. New college is a small college in Sarasota, but how successful new college is or is not could significantly change the path of the University of West Florida, could significantly change the path of Pensacola State College, could even significantly change the path of, of University of Florida, which is obviously higher education, but it is an institution in the state of Florida. It is the premier university. It's one of the premier universities in the country and the premier university in the state. And to see if this experiment on ideas and how higher education should be run is something that's successful 
how much of that gets transferred over to every other institution in the state. That's so interesting. Yeah, it is interesting it is, just because yeah. it is this whole kind of petri dish. Like we're mm-hmm. going to see what happens if we apply these ideas. And I don't know. I don't know how successful it's going to be. I think it's going to be very interesting to see how successful it is. And if it is successful, why is it successful? Um, and if it is successful, how can it be replicated? I'm guessing you can't create like right now there's 12, I think, state university system institutions. You can't create. Is that it? Yeah, I think oh. there's only well, there's twelve higher uh, state universities. Right, right, and right. then the state colleges. I think there's. I just I never know. thought about it. Is yeah. this a, right? Right. There's, That's there's yeah. and then you kind of have the big the big four, UF, FSU, UCF, USF, and then mm-hmm. you have UWF, UNF, New College, Polytechnical, uh, FIU, FAU. Um, I got eleven, which is really good. My I gosh, think there's, yeah. two, there's two. There's two or three <laughs> wow. more. That are that are out there. It'll be very interesting to see how this experiment changes that uh, future, because it is um, it's just interesting, like to mm-hmm. see when someone takes a big swing at changing something, um, to see how it happens. I think people who are involved in higher education are very curious to see what happens because it's how does this affect us? And moving forward, it could tremendously affect them. And I think it's also a market test to see what do graduating seniors and their parents want oh absolutely, because if yeah. they don't want that experience then how su- how successful is it going to be that's what this it comes is, down to you're yeah, right that's what it's <laughs> absolutely. absolutely what it comes down to uh this is jeremy evans filling in for angie mckay on news radio 92.3 the pensacola morning news Listening to News Radio 923, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. The state attorney's office says they'll be looking for the death penalty against the man charged with killing the Okaloosa County Sheriff's deputy on Christmas. More after Fox.